A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board certified physicians who can prescribe FDA approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome, guys. This week's episode of Heavy Metal Tones with me, your podcast host, Tony Evans. Um, this week's uh, slightly different to how I thought it was going to pan out. Um, I was going to pan out in such a way that I thought I would do a two-part episode where I would talk about the new Bruce Dickinson single, uh, Afterglow of Ragnarok, and then the absolute game by the skids on the second part. But... After uh, reflection, I think I'm going to do a separate small episode of um, reaction to that single because I haven't actually received the physical copy of it yet um, and I haven't given myself enough time with it yet really to be truthful. So let's crack on and do um, The Absolute Game by The Skids. Now, The Skids uh, are one of those punk bands that uh, for me um, are very important. They sort of came about in my... um, musical journey as it were uh, when I was about 16 uh, probably a bit earlier because my brother had um, he had I think he had working for the Yankee Dollar on single at home and I remember him playing it quite a bit uh, and so for me I it sort of like was always they were always there in the background now for those people who are new to this show um, and those that are not you might understand that I do love my punk and I love my heavy metal, and I love my progressive rock, and all that sort of stuff. But for me, um, the punk is one of those sort of deep down um, love affairs, that, like a good love affair, lasts forever. Okay. Uh, now the Skids formed in '77 in Dunfermline in Scotland. Uh, leads the vo- lead vocalist um, is Richard Jobson, who I had just had the privilege last week to interview um, for his upcoming Australian tour and the new album. And he that will be on. Uh, I'll be on Metal Ruse very soon, or, and I would put a link to it in my um, to, on my Facebook page when it's up and ready and live. Now, the band itself um, consists consists or consists up to up to this um, until the end of 1980. The original lineup um, was. Richard Jobson on lead vocals and guitar as well and keyboards um, and then it was uh, Mike Bailey on drums and Russell Webb on bass um, the album that we could talk about is their third album which is Absolute Game uh, now 
it came out in 1980. They had two, uh, so several genre-defining albums, in my opinion, that came out in 79. Um, and that was um, Scared, to da- Scared to Dance, which I was going to do, but I thought, no, I want to do Absolute Game because there's a bit more texture, a bit more to it. And then the rather controversial um, Days in Europa. Uh, I, well, if you listen to the interview I do with Rob, uh, Richard, Rob Jobson, you'll understand why that was controversial. We'll go into that one now. But Absolute Game came out in 1980, and it was the last of the original lineup, unfortunately, because at the end of the album um, tour for this album, uh, both Stuart Ab- Adamson and um, hang on, sorry, Stuart Adamson and uh, Russ uh, and um, Russell Webb, uh, sorry, uh, yeah, Russell Webb le- had left the band. No, sorry, Mike Bailey, not Russell Webb, the drummer, had left the band, and uh, over to musical differences. Now, um, why have I picked the third album, you might ask yourself? Well, the reason I picked the third album is that often the best albums, best the best of what band does is usually comes in and around about their third album, uh, really, truly. They say tricky third album, but I actually think, or tricky second album, but the third album usually gets a bit lost. I don't think that's the case here. Um, I think this is this is uh, for me quite um, clearly their best work, and I was thinking about this quite sort of um, thoroughly recently when I was listening to the album, and it comes to my mind that great um, bands and uh, um, grow beyond their genre and beyond their limitations of the music they intend to play down to one factor, usually one member of the band who is that one little bit more, I don't know, dynamic, um, aggressively, um, uh, you know, hardworking or talented or, or just all of the, all of the above. And with these skids, um, now a lot of people, they sort of listen to punk music and they think it's very one dimensional and they think that it's, um, you know, straightforward, um, one, two, three, four, which, yes, it is. And um, Richard says, in the, uh, was talking to me, and he said the same thing. He said that he still thinks it is. But I think that this album particularly, um, and this band particularly, uh, were much bigger than the sound that they think they were making. I mean, what I mean by that is that, in the same respect, the XTC were considered a punk band or a new wave band. Um, the Skids were always thought of as a punk band and then into a new wave band. And I actually genuinely think they sort of helped create the new wave sound. I mean, if anyone knows, doesn't understand, um, punk sort of turned into new wave at about 1980. Now, new wave is just a fancy term for saying that um, a more sophisticated pop-like option of the original formula of punk, right? And it usually means it was more synth involved, more pop, a bit more augmentation, a little bit more um, sophistication is what they, uh, and a lot more synths, as I said, more, more electric drums, a bit we sort of borderline the strapping across the, the punk to the synth pop explosion of the early 80s. It was new wave. Now, the man that sort of did this for for the skids and they have their own particular sound and the reason they have their own particular sound is that Stuart Adamson on guitars um, 
who is no longer with us, sadly, who took his own life um, quite a few years back now, um, was a tortured uh, genius. Um, someone said he was the he was the Jimi Hendrix of punk. Um, I think that's a bit for me a little bit. I think it's the wrong thing to say. I think he was a a very very gifted guitarist. He had an uh, and a very strong um, identity and sound. He understood. I mean, the first two albums he wrote the lyrics and the music. It wasn't until Absolute Game that um, Richard Jobson started writing lyrics. I think he may have written a few on uh, had some help on uh, Days in Europa, but. Uh, this album here is the one where you can really hear this, the um, emotional growth of the band. Absolutely, it. Um, now, if you ever, it, most people go if they've listened to punk or have a best of punk album, or I think what you know have somehow had some contact with it, they'll know things like um, working for the Yankee Dollar and uh, and um, and things like that. Now, for me. Yes, this is where their sound comes from. They have a very unique Scottish sound. And I know it sounds a bit you know, simple because they're from Dunfermline. But also, there is something about this sort of Scottish sound that bands make from that part of the uh, British Isles. Um, there is a uniqueness to it. And sometimes some Scottish singers... Uh, they hide their vocal, their um, their accents uh, to sort of avoid the um, maybe I don't know maybe they want to sell more records so they don't want to sound as Scottish. Whereas uh, Jobson, he just you couldn't get any more Scots than than uh, Jobson on this uh, for the skids in general. I think um, you know. He's he's a very gifted songwriter, and he joined the band. He was the youngest of the band. He joined when he was sixteen, and the members of the band were eighteen and nineteen. So he was one of the youngest members, and uh, one of the youngest contingent of the sort of more popular um, punk bands of the time. And you know they had some minor success with "Scared to Dance," brilliant, brilliant album by the way. Um, the title track is is just an absolute. Um, Masterpiece, to be my opinion, um, and they've had they had a lot of singles, a lot of the like like, like the Stranglers, like the XTC, like um, the Buzzcocks. They were they had songs that were that were um, sing along, that were easy to enjoy in a non-punk scenario, not on the radio. I mean, is it, was it radio friendly? I mean, that's a horrible term, but radio friendly, I think, is 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 it really that that's that's where um i think they stood out from the rest of the crowd you know they had tracks like the saints have come in and uh um into the valley um, a lot of people know the saints are coming because it was covered by green day and you too wasn't it i think they do a sort of mix of it i can't remember it from i'm trying to remember but i can't remember um but that's for the again. That's off the that's off the first album, "Scared to Dance," which I have a lovely copy of. The co- my cover's a bit ripped now, but it was released on the twenty third of February, nineteen seventy nine, on Virgin. Um, two singles off it. Um, an absolutely cracker of a. Uh, it was Green Day and U two. There we go. Which got to number one. There we go. Uh, 
it's also Charlton FC's run-on music for the football club. So that's always, <laughs> always, always good. But you know, the album has songs like "Into the Valley," "Scared to Dance," "Of One Skin," "Dossier," "Hope and Glory," uh, "Calling the Tune," "Integral Plots." Great, great album. But we're not here to talk about that one. We're here to talk about Absolute Game. Now, Absolute Game is a bit odd for me. Um, I'm going to talk about to when you get when we get to the other side of it. I'm going to chat about the as I always do, track by track. But you'll notice it won't be in order of the one that's on your streaming platform. So those that don't have a physical copy of it, and I don't imagine a lot of you would, um, you're going to listen to it on Spotify or iTunes or wherever you get your streaming music. And it's not in the same running order. I don't know why. I've looked it up. I can't understand it. Um, I only ever listen to the physical copy, to be to be honestly truthful. And... Um, over the vinyl or the CD and it's a different running order and I'll tell you why it confuses me because I've listened to it for the last 40, what, 30, 40 years and it's always been this particular running order and I know, this, I know that they do weird things on um, streaming platforms and bands do strange things as well so I'll have to look. I couldn't find any information. Anyone knows why it's in a different running order, let me know, please. But um, I'll tell you why when we get to the other side why I think it's a bit jarring because it, it sort of does affect, um, for me, the listening pleasure. Uh, now, it might be what the, it might be what the band wanted the band wanted originally. I don't know. It might be um, what Richard and the guys wanted, but I don't understand it personally. Um, it confused me. I was trying to find some platform where I could, and then I thought, do I talk about it in the sprint in in the you know in the um, in the streaming platform sort of running order? I thought, no, I'm going to do it my vinyl because that's what how I listen to it. And so, um, it won't make much difference about how you dis- we discuss the songs, but it will dis- it will be different if you want to listen listen along um, to the. Um, sorry, rustling the lyric sheet. Uh, if, you, if you want to listen along to the album with me, so um, here we go. It's a much more folk orientated pop um, sort of album uh, for me. It's 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 a little bit more um, a little bit more modern. Because now they're using things like um, xylophones and keyboards, and there's a didgeridoo in there. I won't give it away too much, but there's a didgeridoo in there. Um, and of course, now on this album, because of the textures of it and the layers of it, Stuart couldn't do every guitar piece. So Richard re- reluctantly took on some guitar parts, um, which he said he, to me he wasn't comfortable with because it wasn't his natural instrument. But, you know, uh, he gave it a go. If you watch early. Um, videos of them, Richard Jobson's just bouncing around like a um, like a punk superstar he is, um, but he is not. But then later on, he's on the guitars and and you know he does a he does a decent job. The trouble is, I couldn't really find out um, which guitarist was which on the album, so I'm just going to say Stuart Jobson for every single one of them because. Uh, I'm so sorry, uh, sorry, Stuart Adamson. So, if I if I'm wrong on there, and there are some skid, skids of aficionados out there, you know, 
tutting and waving their finger at me, please do actually um, write in and tell me which tracks, um, who played who on what, because uh, it's a bit of a mystery to me. In fact, the band itself is a bit of a mystery. Looking for their stuff online, even find, trying to find the, the the meanings behind the lyrics was really difficult. I, in fact, I couldn't find anything. So I just sat down and, and got, you know, listened to it really carefully as I tried to and see if I could um, decipher because it's not your typical um, anti-authoritarian um, one, two, three, four punk um, anthems here. This is, this is I said before you, this is that step from punk to new wave, from new wave to synth pop. It's that sort of stepping stone. It's the complexities of XTC, the um, rhythmic um, complexities of, say, the Stranglers, and the, and the lyrical... Um, uh, depth of 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 anything Jordan Lyon would write. It's a very, very interesting album. So I hope that's whet your appetite for that. Anyway, so we're gonna take a break and well, I'll come back the other side and we'll talk about the album itself. Absolute game by the skids. Bye for now. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Welcome, guys, back to part two. Uh, the absolute game by the skids. 
uh, a quick rundown at the beginning, as you would have seen the brief history and the making of the album. Um, this, as I said before, is a really folksy kind of album. This is the vinyl con uh, rundown, by the way. As I said before, uh, it's not. There is a different running order on the streaming platforms. Don't know why. Can't work it out. Now, my copy, it was one of the uh, that I've got. is quite a rare one. It's one of the first that came. It came with a a second record. Um, which was like all outtakes and stuff they didn't want that they couldn't put on the original album. Uh, quite controversially, we will talk about that at the end of the of the episode. But I just really want to concentrate on the original lineup. If you go to the streaming platform, you will get all the extra bits because it's the best of. You can't find, as I've complained about before, you cannot find one original version of it. And understand why we can't just have an original version of an album on streaming why does it always have to be the latest edition and then it seems to wipe off the original i want to hear the original i don't want to hear all the time the special new version of it yeah it's good to have it right but that doesn't mean that's what i'm looking for it really it honestly doesn't it really 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 fucking annoys me it, it um it's sort of, I know that I've got a physical copy and I could take my physical copy to my very nice record deck and play it, but I can't carry my record deck around to the shops with me, can I? I know you can say, well, why don't you just, um, you know, burn it to a CD? No, I don't, no, I want to be able to stream it if I'm going to stream it and I want to be able to get the original copy and it just annoys me. Anyway, rent over. Um, so, the theme of this album, what is it? What is it about? Okay. So, first side, okay, we have opens with Circus Games, then we have Out of Town, Goodbye Civilian, The Children Saw the Shame, and Women in Winter, right? Then B side, dot side two, we have Hurry Up Boys, Happy Deal with Be With You, The Devil's De De uh, Decade, One Decree, and Arena. Okay, that's how it, in my, I've always heard it, and it's how it should be for me. So, the two singles off the album were Circus Game and Goodbye Civilian. People, a lot of people know these songs. Uh, they might have heard them in passing and not realised what they were. They were big. They weren't massive hits, but they're certainly very, they're very skidzy. It has a sound, and you'll know if you listen to the first two albums. As I said, Scared to Dance and uh, Days in Europa. You'll understand what I mean by a skidzy sound. Okay. So open with um, now li the lyrical themes of this album. I spent some time um, thinking thinking hard about the lyrical themes of this album and I actually think um, it's uh, I think it's about uh, a lot of it's there's a lot of theme thematic about water rivers and oceans and boats and sailing uh, Robson, Robson uh, Jobson's uh, dad worked in the dockyards um, in Scotland so he has a connection with with the water now um, I think it's telling a story about people uh, not all of it because some of them are, don't come into that theme but most of it comes from um, ha yeah it's about like I think a lot of it's about getting away I think what what Robson Jobson is, and 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 um, Adamson are saying is get away they're getting away they want to be different. Um, we open with um, Circus Games, lead single off the album. And it's a great vocal delivery here from Jobson. 
you know, the opening line, the mission is a gambler, the wager, the one card to play. It's a really nice, um, really, really nice folky refrain to it. Uh, the only downside to the single that I've heard people talk about and I've read about online, and I actually sort of agree and I never thought about it, is I think this could have been a massive hit had they not got children to sing the chorus, come play circums, circus games, come play circums, uh, circus games. They they basically come and play at circus games. They basically got uh, kids' choir to do it. Now, I think it was sort of, they may have been heavily influenced by uh, Floyd at the time. They might not admit it, but I think they might be with a, you know, um, uh, another brick in the wall and that sort of thing. I think they were thinking about trying to give it a more um, theatrical uh, and, um, you know, op- operatic feel. And it does do that, but it takes away from the, I think, the punchiness of it. It's a, it's a cute song. Like, I, I mean, it's, um, it is, I mean, I, I'm going to read you the lyric of one of the choruses, okay, here. The mother is a gambler, the wager, the one card to play. Birth has the burden she says no to children today. Midst all dishonor, she sees a heavy noose. A heavy noose. Since child is an angel, the mother one child set loose. I think that also could be about uh, infanticide as well. Um, if you bring that lyric closely enough, I never really did it until I thought about it. Then it just came to my head. The wage of the one card to play. Birth has the burdens. She has no children today. Midst all dishonor, she sees a heavy noose. Since child is an angel the mother one child set loose so ooh, you know again is that about um a mother that can't afford to have a child in the you know and they did that a lot in victorian period they would um it was a they would go to they'd go to prison or they'd go to the poor house or they'd go to the asylum single mothers so a lot of the time they would um take the lives of the child and then often themselves so a bit heavy there i didn't i never <laughs> it's funny how when you read these things as you read them yeah, I read that for. I looked at that lyric forever and ages, and then it didn't come to me, and then suddenly it just come to me. But it's a heavy lyric, but it's also a really uh, interesting single. Because can you imagine? I don't think you get singles released these days with a lyric like that and go into the top. Not that it's top twenties anymore, but you know what I mean. Um, also, I just think that people aren't musically savvy enough to enjoy music like this as a. This sort of album wouldn't even, wouldn't even touch the charts nowadays. It's it's too it's too um, well made. I, I genuinely mean that. I think it, it's too well made. It's it's got too much going on. People couldn't handle it. Anyway, then we move to out of town. And this is where I think the dockyard dockyards thing comes in, right? Um, this got a really punchy chorus. Now this is what I'm saying. If I use the band to sing come and play circus games come and play at circus games um like they did here on out of town it goes out of town out of town out of town out of town it's like um it's a really punchy um big sound because Stuart Adamson went on to uh, form big country and which was a huge um Scottish pop band of the uh, early 80s um but the, the lyric here is weeping the by the river, no. Now watch how it bends. But listen to the ripples. Now watch how it descends. Nobody stands by by 
no nobody stands by craving now watch how it ends nobody stands by craving now watch it ends need no, no need to run no need to hide because i'm out of town out of town out of town blah 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 um uh, again i think that's him getting away it's a it's a, about saying i'm moving away down the river no one's no one's want needing or craving me i'm i'm left i'm gone and that could be stewart's i mean stewart could have written that lyric because he was trying to get out of the band right he was thinking about leaving he had desires to get away um and that might be that might be the lyric for it who knows because just say it was written by jobson and adamson well a lot of these things say are uh, recorded uh, the lyric is basically says skids but musically again it's a nice punchy one you can see why it was a single i mean it could have been a single sorry um it is a really enjoyable song musically it's quite like a sophisticated the guitar part and it is the breakdown in the middle is is good small lyric um not a complicated you know genesis like um diatribe but certainly a powerful song and then we go to um possibly one of my favorite songs on the album on this side which is goodbye civilian uh now this one to me when i was read the lyric about this and listened to the music i think it's about people leaving um emigrating going away leaving to to better pastures new um i'll be doing the lyric again again a great single um i highly recommend listen to this is um good sing-along very typically skidsy sing-along chorus rob jobson's voice is um beautifully easy to listen to um never been inside my passage is close boys in the river are dying from blows say hello to civilian say hello to the sail always been outside the reason is here boys in the river the tide's drawing near uh, again river it's he's talking about rivers all the time and he also mentions galleons later on and he mentions um uh, boys in the river again by civilian so also, is it because he's setting sail? Is he going? Is he going from a landman to an o- a, a, a a sailor? This character, this person, this story, um, could be that. Um, I mean, again, I could be reading too much into it, but you know me—I like to have a read. I like to read things into lyrics. It's my favourite thing. It's one of my. It's one of my most sort of enjoyable things about music is to to see what people mean within the word because the music itself is universal. You can enjoy the depths of. Um, a guitar solo and the speed of a drum piece, the move and sway and 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 uh, uh, melanging, you know, the the feel of music. But lyrically, um, is 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 like any written word. It can be me, you know, a, a note can be heard one way, um, a word can be thought of in several ways, and I think that's that's the beauty of a good lyric. Um, again, good single, fantastic single. You can see why it's a single off of it. Now we get to this one, which was really fascinating. Um, the children saw the shame. Now again, I think this is. I've written a note here, and I think it's about spousal abuse. Um, sorry about the heavy subject matter, but I think that's what it is. Uh, and in Scotland, places are not, you know, or as in, as in anywhere when there is um, poverty and unemployment. There is anger, there is substance abuse, there is violence, and unfortunately it often ends up being aimed towards women and children. Um, and I think this song sort of may sum this up. Um, now again, 
he's also mentioning water as well. But okay, the lyric is that the masks are held on the edge, all and dogs are held at bay. The climax on its verge, a mother's taken away. The master looks for land and preaches meat and fire. The master meets his land and mother meets her choir. So that sounds like to me like she's been murdered. She's meeting her choir, okay? Um, the husband, the man has killed the wife or the lady and then the children saw the shame. So the children were witness to it, you know? The, the master cried aloud. The children go home, can go home. The changes in the crowd. Our embassy is thrown. The master cries in shame as mother joins the, her choir. Her choir, which could be angels. The preachers all aflame as mothers in the fire. O tragedian, O tragedian, O my shame. Forward go the children, playing full of sadness. Forward go the children. Mother knew the answer. Forward go the children. Tragedy in my shame. The children knew the shame or saw the shame. So I, I think that's, you know, again, it could be um, this character, this person that he's talking about, uh, that's why he flees, that's why he goes to the sea, because he's he's made a mistake and, and he's killed his wife slash partner, who knows. But it's also a beautiful piece of music. Take the lyric out of it. Um, it's so different to anything else musically that I think was around at the time. That's why I think this is the... Um, unheralded um, perfect new wave album of the album that says uh, this is the sound that, we, that, that the 80s will happen this is the sound that's going forward this is unique and it's very unique um, lyrically and it's very unique sonically uh, and I think it's um, it's a pinnacle of, of the band and after that of course sadly they never were quite the same uh, you know they just weren't, and and it's the same when when major f driving factors of a band leave, particularly the ones that were the dynamic dynamic um, musical people behind the band. I mean, the same with the Stranglers when Hugh Cornwell left, just never the same because Hugh's guitar and his um, weird, obtuse uh, lyrics, his anger and his and his presence were just never never really captured again. And I think it's the same here when, when Stuart left. Um, he sadly took, as I mentioned, took his own life um, uh, doing a rather messy um, divorce. He, he was in, in America, um, drove somewhere and took a, a mixture of pills and alcohol, which is a real, real shame because he was only young. He was 40, I think, at the time, which is really too young for a, a genius like him. And then we move to the, um, the, the, the last track on side one, uh, a, win a woman in winter. This, this is so Gorky Park. This is so um, Eastern European. This, this feels, you know, like the Pistols had um, Holidays in the Sun. This is, I think, their Holidays in the Sun. Not catchy and fast and aggressive like the Pistols, but it's, it's just so, it's almost, it could be a Joy Division song. It's it's that kind of beauty, that kind of bleak beauty. Um, I think it's about a sailor. I mean, definitely, I think it is. I think it's about someone that's overseas, a long way away from their loved ones, and, and, and has fallen in love with a, a stranger on different shores. Um, this is the lyric, okay? Uh, the sailor shot the dice straight through as a woman cried with birth. So, another, all, a lot of childbirth in this one and doctors ran from down to town resolving every myth the ones who stayed 
after uh, a fair in our, uh, sorry the ones who stayed a fire in ice cried in winds of change but winter has just fell some more and nothing felt so strange and then there's a lovely lovely um choral um at the end of each verse and it's really lovely it's very folky refrain okay um, the cramps and the fires by empty there, children had flown home. The ones who crossed still were there, as wind reached each moan. The birthday boys cried out for sun, but no suns reappeared. But winter just fell some more, they just, as they as they had feared. So, I mean, I, see, see the, I, I've always thought that it was about a man and lost love, because I, I fixate on this one lyric here. I saw the lonely boy in this other world with a marble girl in another face in another world. I saw his lonely, this lonely boy with a marble girl in another face in another world. And I, I just thought, I always thought that meant that it was about someone over, you know, falling in love with a, a, a stranger. But it, it could be about, again, um, falling in love with a stranger, getting a pregnant, having a child away from home. It wasn't, you know, it's really... Yeah, I mean, I, I watched your you darkened King uh, Kipling's lights. You saw me by his throne, but winter is just fell for uh, just fell some more, and I was still alone. So, you know, really dark. I mean, you could read whatever you want into that, Rick, and I would love to know what you guys think of it. Genuinely, I'm, am I am I seeing the wrong thing? Probably am, but musically, so beautiful. Um, it's one of those songs that. When I see them next year in May here in Australia, I've got my ticket and I can't wait. Um, I hope they play. They probably won't. Um, he did say that he might play the last track on the album, Arena. Uh, that would be really good. He'll probably do the single, like, as I said, Goodbye Civilian or something. But anyway, so we're now we go physically and turn the record over. We just had that moment where we've gone, God, this is quite a heavy ending. And we come to Hurry On Boys. Now this one, this one is... I don't even know what genre to put this song in. Um, this has a Derek Wadsworth on Didgeridoo in it. And it opens with a Didgeridoo refrain and a guitar piece and xylophone and keyboard. And really, if you've ever heard any did the Didgeridoo before, it has a very um, alluvial, um, uh, soulful, deep and tragic dirge to it. And it, this song, um, f again, I think this song is about, come on boys, get this, get ready, we're going to get ready to fight. We're going to get ready to, to sail to distant shores and um, make the empire bigger than, you know, bigger than bigger, okay? And the lyric is, uh, goes, hurry on boys, the show's for, f is this, sh this show's for free. Hurry on boys, hurry on boys, hurry on boys. So we can see, hurry on boys, hurry on boys, with daddy's gone, hurry on boys, mum says, cease, boys are strong. Then it says, the down is here, please make my, make a way, the down is here, come into play, the down is here to make nights long, the down is here while daddy's gone. Okay, so I think that's about someone leaving his family um, to, to go either to fight or to make money or to leave, I don't know. But the lyrics say, the chorus is, the boys are fed, the child is, has run, daddy's dead, can't understand. Oh, lucky man, oh, lucky man, your dad has ran, your child has ran, oh, oh, oh. Now, 
again is that that the, the, has the protagonist in this song gone to war and died and that's why it's hurry up boys hurry up boys it, it's one of those ones where um and then it, so it starts with dad and then the second the third chorus we've got mum asked the boys ask me mum asked you is the show for free mum asked you is something wrong you returned your boys are strong so again so I still think I think they've gone to war he's they think dad's dead he comes back it's it's and again the digital this is, is fantastic it's really uh, really s such a, a deep piece of music I would think that this would have stood alone as a b-side or a single would have done really well I think again it's probably too dark for maybe the audience at the time who knows and then we come into happy to be with you um, again, it's all about missing, this one I think is about missing the boat, and technically I think it is, it's like, I um, want to be with you, but I've, I can't get home, okay, and I don't know whether this is a lyric that, you're, that either Stuart and, and Richard are trying to say, but it says the Skids wrote this one, so, um, we miss the boat for home, so scream we can defy, we miss the boat for home, astute we could not die, Oh, this pain inside me now, it throws me to the floor. Oh, that pain's outside me now. This is heaven, can't you tell? So, what I think what he's saying there is that I might as well, I, I'm on some distant shore, I can't get home, I might as well make the best I can of it. The pain is here, but it's not going to go away. We play the patron's game and run it through the, our hair. We play the patron's game and watch the patron stare. Oh, this game we're playing now, parades around our fun on this game we're playing now i'm happy to be one so i think they're just it's like uh happy to stay they're happy to get on with life but it does it does seem like it to me it's like they're saying they can't get back and so they need to make the best of what they can oh this pain is outside me now oh this pain is on the floor you know like is he being sick oh who knows happy to come home today could have been so near so this, i mean yeah it's such a um a, a mindful soulful album so bleak uh, in its lyrical content now <laughs> listen to it i listened to it so many times i've never really dived into the the words and I, you know I, and some of this um lyrical uh, diving is done live guys when i'm actually doing the show because i rake notes and i look at the notes i'm looking at the, the, the notes here and suddenly my brain sees other things and um, yeah anyway then we move on to The Devil's Decade again I think the B side of this album the music's more complicated it's less single oriented you wouldn't really pull a single um, out of this one uh, it, it seems like they pull you in with some lighter music and then really knuckle you down and it shows the difference of the growth of the, of, of the listener when brilliant albums like um, Scare to Dance and days in europa didn't even touch the charts where this one got to number nine in the uk so it i mean it could be off the back of good singles as i said like goodbye civilian but i think it's just that the fact that the listener audience was a little bit more um sophisticated towards the end of the of the punk um decade there um so devil's decade now, Devil's Decade is a bit more tricky lyrically because I don't think it's uh, as uh, in the same storyline as, as all the others. Um, 
this one's more about a t- um a very tough time i think it's a time when the union the dock cars were closing and there was no work i imagine that uh, richard's dad probably had that similar problem he was brought up in a really catholic um society uh family and it comes across in some of these lyrics here uh, i've never seen december look this bad before the paper mill is closing death is on our shore minds are slowly turning Brothers don't come home. Father lies still coughing, releasing up his mo- us a moan. So, you know, they he's probably got pneumonia from working every hour he can in the cold. There's no health care. Um, he's probably mining. The miners have got black lung, pneumomoniconiosis. You know, you try and say that slowly or quickly after a few drinks. Uh, in fact, my grandfather had that. It's a horrible, horrible thing. Um, or black lung, they call it. We stood by our union, holding up the flag. The union stood by watching while we were buried, Dad. While we buried, Dad. Mother doesn't talk now, only to hear her soul. Children hungry, children hungry, let the people know. See, it is. See, that's more an obvious lyric. It's more obvious about, it's about the, the mines closing and the dockyards closing and Thatcher possibly, um, you know, privatising all of the uh, of the industries in the UK and putting people out of work there were riots there were um three-day weeks i've talked about this before it's quite a horrible time i remember living through it uh, but he they do you can feel um that that it's that it's i don't know if it's biographical i really don't know but it's a beautiful song it, it sits really well this side of the album with hurry on boys and with happy to be with you and uh, and, and at the end track Arena and, and One Decree which comes after it it's really a, soul, a mindful darkier album it, could, it really could be anything by Joy Division as good as anything they did um, before uh, the sad passing um, and then we come on to um, One Decree now One Decree is quite religious and I don't know whether this is um whether this is about the family praying for the father that's died, the song before in Devil's Decade, but it says, Onward pray the angels, forward we shall sail, onward through the darkness, stand fast, do not fail. Stood by might was Moses' mentor, he held a new decree, we all heard, we all heard, could you not see? Onward praise the godly, forward forget the true, onward miss the glory, stood fast none but few. Sailing with Moses' mantle, he held on to decree. All we seen, all we seen, could not you see? Save me from disciples, save me without sin, save me from the dust, the cluster where I have already been. So yeah, I think that, I think that's that's their sort of, um, their catholic heritage coming out maybe possibly i'm not quite sure but it does it's one of those it's a quite a song it's quite a song that um i think the lyric the way that jobson um sings particularly the phrase uh, stood by um stood by was moses mantle you really hear his dumfries um scottishness coming out in that and it's he doesn't care and i love that because he's proud of his of his of his uh, nation and his voice, and this song could be could be saying, you know, hey, um, sad that dad is gone. You know. Anyway, then we, we 
let's move on. See, it's quite dark. It's quite a dark side of the album. And then we get to Arena. Now, Arena is, I know from talking to, to Richard, his favourite song on the album. And strangely, on the streaming version, it's the second track. And I don't understand because it's, it's the perfect ending song because it's quite... It's quite dark, and it needs to end this album in such a way. Um, it, it, it's got a beautiful, fantastic guitar. Stuart Adamson's guitar on all of it, to be honest. If not this song, all of the songs is so... It's so educated and, and so intelligent and so masterful for a man of his age and a genre that he was playing in that it will belittle... It belies the... Um, for me that you can see why when he went to big country how he just made such a bigger sound had more money and more he, he got more audience and can you imagine what he'd be doing now if he hadn't sadly um taken his own life uh, but arena okay uh, the lyric goes it goes this loss of jaded sanity days of found recalling ver- uh, vanity and it's and the way he sings this is that he stabs it out I obviously can't do it justice because I'm not singing it, but he stabs it out. It, it's like it's like really um, sharp, stabbing soliloquies. And then he goes, the guys, the pose, serving solitude, days are found, plaiting gratitudes. Arena, I see her misdemeanor in the corner, mural watching children screaming, running, 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 running. The face, the grace of his attitude makes mistakes onto platitudes. The race, the case, the boys are innocent. The mistakes by New Testaments um, arena. I, again, I, I genuinely not sure what the song is about. Um, I see a misdemeanor in the corner. Mural watching children screaming. Now, the only thing I can think of that just came into my head then. Is that the Northern Ireland issue back in 1980? Because when it says mural watching children screaming... If you've ever been to Belfast, uh, you'll know that there used to be a lot of sectarian artwork on the sides of buildings, um, usually masked uh, balaclava men holding guns um, and guns in general. And could it be an IRA song reference? Um, It could be. All the boys are innocent, lonely. That's the chorus. All the boys are innocent, lonely. It could be. It could be um, saying... It could be either... um, their ba- the band's political take on the Northern Ireland issue. Uh, and if it is, it, it's a very powerful one because the way that it is lyrically spat at you at the end and the, stac- the staccato guitar and the... Um, I mean, I'm not talking about the drums and bass here, uh, but it, they are they, they do the job. They're not, you know, they're not spectacular. They're not going to rock your world, but they do hold the music nice and tightly. And they are... <laughs> sort of didn't mention this before but for me they feel like stiff little things as well but stiffs were more political much much more political the stiffs were never written an album as proggy and as um lyrically diverse and interesting i don't think and i do love the sketch stiffs you know that as as um this all right um it says at the bottom of the lyric she dedicated to the big boys who did it and ran away three down five to go and that's because they had a five-record contract with Virgin. 
and like a lot of people did back then um, and I don't think they were happy I think they wanted to move on because Virgin wanted them keep, to keep making Scared to Dance and they wanted to do other things like a lot of um, these record bands and labels at the time they wanted they wanted the band to um, keep making the same kind of music because it's same it sold records but bands want to grow don't they they want to change they want to be different they want to um, move forward and, 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 and grow particularly when they start out as young people and they're mature um, look at what the uh, look what the, the Clash did you know the young Clash would never have made Sandinista never 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 in a million years they would have made Sandinista and should they have made it probably not but that's a different story anyway same with the same with XTC would have XTC who made um, the first album would they have gone, would they convince themselves going on to make um English settlement? No. Would the with this pist with the um, stranglers think they were going to make black and white or the Raven or no? They wouldn't. So everyone grows, don't they? And they want to move on. And unfortunately, record labels don't like that because they invest money and they buy a sound and they want that sound to stay the same because they're worried that people aren't going to grow with the band. You know, which is a load of bullshit, as we all know, because um, punk is a good example. So many of those hardcore punks. Um, end up, you know, listening to, you know, softer, more, a, a whole different kind of sounds because they followed their their band, they like through their musical journey and became, you know, lovers of synth and pop and um, and all sorts of stuff. Some of them stayed where they were, fair enough. That's their choice, I suppose. But a lot of them grew up and grew up with their bands and the, as the sound changed because it was limited love punk that it is but it was limited and it needed to grow and it did and we got new wave and i think this is the the pinnacle in my opinion along with english settlement um as a pinnacle of the new wave albums uh because it generally mixes um beautifully made guitar synth pop with punk rock elements with fascinating and wonderful lyrics interesting vocal performance and virtuosic guitar parts so it's a cracker of an album it's mixed beautifully I would really highly recommend that you try and find the version that I've got it the order running order I gave you if you can if you can't fine um, there are ways on streaming platforms to make the album run the way it should uh, but otherwise listen to it in any order you want, I suppose. But I think the way that it's put on this album tells a story. In some way, I've probably mangled that story. <laughs> and on reflection, some of the things that I might listen to it again and I might see a different lyrical journey, a different story in it. I might be completely wrong. And when I get meet um, Richard in May next year, I'm going to ask him, actually, just what he was on about in some of these songs and see if I was anywhere near it. Anyway, that's it for me this week. I hope you enjoyed the show. I really, really enjoyed digging into this. Um, I really, really did. Uh, I hope you do. I know it's not heavy metal, but, you know, bear with me. Some of the stuff, as I said, some stuff is just worth trying something new with. And, you know, you might hate it. You might love it. You might say to me, Tony, what a what an eye-opener. And I hope you do. You might say, Tony, what a load of tosh. And I go, well, fair enough. Each into their own. Anyway, keep safe. Pardon me. Keep real. Good luck Christmas shopping. It's that time of year, isn't it? And, um, yeah. 
please do like and subscribe do leave a review it gives me um that makes the algorithm people find the algorithm more and i just want to say also while i'm here a big thank you to the fans i um I've got my Spotify wrap-up thing, and would you believe it, I listened to 79,000 minutes of music. Nothing unusual there. Top 1% of the world for me, I was. Um, anyway, but I got, I had so, so much positive feedback. 731 of you listeners out there, are my, you are my, I am your number one podcast. That really means a lot to me. That's really, really heartwarming. And thousands more in our top 10 and top 20, and... It's so really, really, you know, sometimes I do this show and I feel like, is anyone listening or should I keep plodding along? Um, I'm enjoying it, but I'm hoping other people are too. And you see that and you get a big buzz and you you just can't wait to record again. Um, so thanks again for listening. I probably should have said this at the beginning of the show because not everyone listens right to the end. <laughs> Those that were stuck into the end, thank you very much. Bye for now. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.